0: to share with you a word we're in the series that we started last week called hope resurrected Mm. and uh, actually we started it last week but uh, we had resurrection sunday two weeks ago and we're visiting some of these encounters and moments After Jesus resurrected from the dead, people that had lost their hope, people that had lost their faith, people that were feeling miserable and downtrodden, maybe like you are right now with this whole epidemic, with this whole crisis that we're living with the coronavirus, maybe you're feeling like God forgot you. Maybe you're feeling like God has abandoned us. Maybe you're feeling like he's nowhere to be found. That's why this series, we're praying that God would resurrect your hope the same way that he did with us all those people that encountered him after the resurrection.
1: The most beautiful thing is that we could find in scripture stories that relate to what we live now in days, you know, God is so um, amazing that he can relate, you know, he could he gives us stories that we could know that we could go through this in this time and have hope in the midst of everything. And and, and we know that things are going to be okay in the midst of the, of the craziness.
0: That's right. Now, this is uh, over a month now that we haven't yes. met in our building. And we've been coming to you, you know, through these live streams, which have been such a blessing. But my wife and I, you know, we've been in prayer. Mm-hmm. And I think we've been busier than normal, Never you know, during before. this time. Um, but one of the amazing things is that in the more in, in the midst of this, the Holy Spirit has been placing things in our heart. And the word that we want to share with you today is really uh, what He's been showing us during this time. You know, He's continued to, to speak to our hearts, and we we think it's important that you guys that are watching, you guys that are part of the Numa family, would be in tune. We don't want you to miss what God is doing in this time. So uh, I'm going to be here with my wife and and I want to ask her a couple of questions because now that we're not meeting in a building, the question is what's next? What's next when our states open up? What's next when we can go back to normal? What has God shown us in this time? Or does he still want to continue showing us things in this time? So babe, what do you think is next?
1: Well, God is doing a lot of things, and and, and I believe that even though you might think, okay, I'm still at home, maybe you're already working, Some, some people didn't stop working, and some states are open already, so... Things are moving forward, but exactly what's next. And God, what God is placing in our hearts to let you guys know is that God wants to do something in our lives in this season. Right. Let us not, pat, you know, have this moment and let it pass by and we miss what God wants to do with us. So I believe that especially, you know, God wants to do things in our lives personally and with our families. How many of you guys know that God loves us and God loves your family and that you are in his plans for him to do things that he wants to do through you and through the ones that you love?
0: That's right. So I believe, you know, and if you're taking notes, we're always going to encourage you to take notes in these messages. Number one, we're about to see households. We're about to see homes, all right, you know, that are going to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Yes. Homes and households that are going to be filled with the Holy Spirit.
1: And what do you mean by that, Pastor? Is that, you know, how we see in those, and we're going to read some verses that are going to let us know what happened, you know, after Jesus resurrected. I believe that there's a story there in the, in the Bible that it takes us to Acts 2, that it tells us that, you know, Jesus told the disciples Go ahead and wait for, you know, the Holy Spirit that is going to come and fill your lives. And we want to see and we want the families to experience The Holy Spirit, now in this time, there in your home, God wants to fill you with His Spirit. You know, God set us apart for a season, not just to be thinking, when are things are gonna start happening? But God wants to do something in us, in our families, with our children, for us to be filled with what He has in store for us, for us to be able to go out and to do what He's called us to do. So God wants us to experience His Holy Spirit in our
0: families. That's right. If you are there at home and all you're doing is waiting till they give the order for you to go back to normal life, let me tell you, you're going to miss out on what God wants to do in our lives in this season. I really believe that this is a season where he wants to do a deep work in each of our lives. So once again, if you're just there waiting, saying, when am I going to go back to work? When am I going to go back to doing, you know, taking the kids to school and doing this and doing that? You're going to miss out on something great that God's going to do in this season. And
1: it's normal when you feel okay i'm not doing anything i'm not producing cuz you know a lot of the things that are happening now is that people feel that they're not they're wasting their time mm. they're was, wasting their days they're wasting their lives mm. but you know what in stillness things can happen mm-hmm. i believe that That's where God, I believe that those men that Jesus told, go and wait for me and wait for the Holy Spirit. I believe that they were like, what? After you resurrected, there's Mm -hmm. no time to waste. But then Jesus told them, go and be at this place and wait there because something is going to happen. And we're going to go into that story now.
0: Yeah, it's so amazing because the Bible says that after Jesus resurrected, Mm -hmm. he was around for 40 days. For 40 days, his disciples saw him. (laughs) A little bit of what's happening now. (laughs) If you read read the scriptures, there's eight post-resurrection encounters that people had with Jesus that are mentioned in the scripture. Now, the amazing thing happens is that he tells his disciples, like my wife said in Acts chapter 1, do not leave Jerusalem until you're filled with the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. He goes up to heaven and 10 days pass. Before that day of Pentecost, when the Holy Spirit does come. So I want you to go with me to Acts chapter 2. Acts chapter 2, and we're going to read verse 1 through 4. And it says this. On the day of Pentecost, all the believers were meeting together in one place. Suddenly, there was a sound from heaven like the roaring of a mighty windstorm and it filled the house where they were sitting. Then what looked like flames or tongues of fire appeared and settled on each of them. And everyone present was filled with the Holy Spirit and began speaking in other languages as the Holy Spirit gave them this ability.
1: That is powerful. You see how in that moment of waiting, they had expectation because they knew something was going to happen. You know, when God gives a command and when he tells you, I'm going to do something, there's this expectation that just rises. And I believe that in, instead of us worrying, instead of us just being, you know, like, not rushing into what's you know let me have my my normal back life back let me tell you god wants to do something right now in your lives he wants to do something in you as a person he wants to do something with your children and if you are not married well, within yourself. So let me tell you, I believe this is what the Holy Spirit wants to do. He wants to come and fill your lives. He wants to come and do something that you would just be surprised what he is going to do in you right now. So this is what we're reading, right? That he came and that the Holy Spirit came upon them and filled them. So
0: And it's amazing because the Bible says that they were in a place where they were locked in. They were afraid of the Jews, they were afraid of the Romans, they were afraid of everything that was going on. And they're locked into this place. Jesus already left, and they're just sitting around waiting for this promise, and they're in prayer. They're in prayer. They're seeking God during this time. Now, I want to tell you, my friend, something very powerful. If you are there watching me, this is the time for us to seek God. You see, if you've been one of those people that say the following, I'm just going to wait so that I can have some time so that I can start having a devotional life. I'm just going to wait until I have some time so that I can start praying and reading my Bible. And guess what? You've gone into this coronavirus and your devotional time is not better. Let me tell you that what's going on is not an issue of time, but it's an issue of priorities. All right. It's an issue of priorities. We are not giving priorities to those things that are important. These guys were in a time of prayer seeking God. And that's when the Holy Spirit shows up in the midst of their seclusion, in the midst of their fear, in the midst of their anxiety. He shows up and fills them. You know, and all of a sudden, these guys that were afraid to speak about Jesus, these guys that were hiding, all of a sudden, they're empowered. And if you continue reading, we're not going to go into that. But all of a sudden, these guys that were at home, all right, (laughs) at home, all right, you know, that's why I think it's that home experience right there where you're at is so important.
1: Yes. And you know, that it's amazing that we see here that they started speaking in different tongues and that people When you read the story, people started hearing what was happening there, and they started attracting others to come and see what God is doing in those people that were there. So I want to let you know that God wants to do something right now, and I don't know what you're going through. I don't know what you're facing, but I believe that just hope arises and that this expectation of what God wants to do in your life, you know, just clicks into your heart and your mind for you to know that God is just waiting to pour out His Holy Spirit upon you and to do things that you would not even imagine that He is going to do.
0: And one of the amazing things I want you to understand is the Bible says that they were speaking in different languages. Mm -hmm. But everybody outside understood understood in their own tongue what they were speaking. Listen to what I'm going to say. all right? In the Tower of Babel, back in the book of Genesis, God confused the languages and people didn't understand each other and people went their own way. Mm -hmm. Here, when the Holy Spirit comes, everybody's speaking a different tongue, but through the Spirit, they understand what they're saying. Listen to what I'm going to tell you right there in your home. I believe in this time. If you allow the Holy Spirit to do a work in your heart, even there in your home, in your house, if you guys have been divided and everybody's been speaking a different language, yeah. everybody's been pulling in their own direction, everybody's been trying to accomplish their own agenda. I believe that this is the time where God's going to bring a unity of language, of heart, of mind, of purpose, where everybody's going to be connected and going after what God wants to do for that home and that family.
1: And that is perfect because there we could go to uh, the uh, Point point number two. God is rebuilding our family altars. What do you mean by that, Pastor? You know, he is building and rebuilding our families again. You know how crazy it is that, you know, this country is so blessed, but in the midst of the blessing and, and, and the work and, and, you know, having a great um, a, opportunities, we miss the most important thing that is our family. And right now you're stuck at home, you know, with your children, with your husband or your mm-hmm. wife, and this is a time to reconnect. This is a time where I believe the word of, of of revelation comes to pass, that is that he will bring the hearts of the fathers back to to, to, them, the to the sons and the, and the sons hearts to the fathers that means that God is, just wants to rebuild their families he wants to rebuild what is really important and I know that a lot of us have issues you know our home is not perfect we have four children they're you know they're, they're going at it they're having you know school and they you know they have their games and we want to keep them entertained but you know what sometimes it's a little hectic and, and here you know, we need to connect and we need to, we say, okay, let's put him to bed because we need some us time, you know, and he needs some his time and I need my time. But I believe that this is a time where God wants to rebuild our families and he wants to rebuild, you know, for us to the connection with mom and dad, the connection with our children and if you are not married and you're still with your parents, for you to connect with your parents, if you're still single and you're by yourself there at your home, for God to just rebuild that, the 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 what is important, you know, what is really important in this time.
0: Yeah, and, and, and like I said, uh, and my wife was saying, I'm going to give you a practical example of what's going on. You guys that are part of Numa Church that have been with us in the Numa nights, you, you would see that this a past Numa night, mm-hmm. my wife did an amazing thing with the children that she put them to do an activity where they were drawing. I'm sure that you guys saw that, right? They were painting and they were participating and stuff like that. Why? Because a couple of weeks before we did a transmission and we didn't do anything for them. And they were like going crazy. They were they were telling me afterwards, Daddy, how long are these things going to be? Why is this thing? Because they got bored. They're little. You know, they're seven years old, eight years old, and we want them to be there, you know, at the same level as us. But at this time, this is where us as parents, we need to understand that we got to pour into our children. We need to spend time with them. We need to be creative with them. We need to do activities with them. And I was so blessed to see some of the pictures that you guys sent mm-hmm. of even some of your children praying right. for you guys. All right. In that pneuma night. that's what I'm talking about. Yes. That's what my wife is talking about, that rebuilding of the altar. And the world is going to try to lie to us mm-hmm. and the world is going to try to counterfeit that? For example, I've heard, you know, stories that we've been even getting on the mail that in some countries they're, they're, they're promoting people to do things, you know, to go into websites that they shouldn't go into, to be watching things that they shouldn't be watching in order to deal with their anxiety, in order to deal with all the things. The own government is pushing the people to go into these websites and go into these, you know, instant reliefs let me tell you something, that's a counterfeit because that's not what God wants. What God wants us to do in this time is to work and building our house, building our family and seeking him and getting a word from him for us in this time. So,
1: you know, ask your pastors, we're going to help you through this time and we want to. But we want you to focus. We don't want you to miss what God wants to do right now in this season. You know, our children are just waiting for us to pour into them. They're waiting for them to receive purpose and, and meaning for their lives. You know, my my kids are, are, are a little, you know, they're different. Their ages are different. And all of them are different. So I know what each and one of them need and as their mother, you know, I'm there and God has given me this time, you know, at home to be with them 24-7. You know what I mean? Because all of you guys are there with your children. But it's not for them to just keep them entertained and for me to be anxious about when is when, well, school is not starting, you know, great news. <laughs> Summer, are already Summer already starting. Kids are you know? home already. You <laughs> know, so what are they going to obtain in this time through me? What are they gonna obtain through their father? What are they gonna receive from God in this season? You know, let me tell you, family, our children need, need us. And let's not go back to work doing what we used to be doing mm,
0: before. Yeah.
1: You know, I see families and it breaks our hearts. And I know that we gotta provide for our families. And I know that we, want, we gotta do all these things that we gotta do but you know what? Our children need us. Our family needs us. Our mothers and fathers need us. Our brothers and sisters needs us. You know, we as family, we are at home and we have our family. I have my sister in New York. I have my brother and my, and, and my brother and my mom and my dad. We connect through Zoom and we, we start doing games and we pray for each other and we ask each other questions. And you know what? This is the time where we rebuild and we obtain what is really important that is the people that we love god loves people god loves souls and you know what that's what we need to love too Mm. we need to love people and we need to make sure that we just establish you know the relationships through generations and, and and I believe that's
0: something that God is doing in this season. That's right so for you guys that are there once again I'm going to repeat because I want you guys to make sure you take notes take notes. So number one is that the households and the homes are about to experience the Holy Spirit Amen. like never before. Number two because they're going to experience the Holy Spirit the home altar is going to be built but we need to work in that and that takes us to point number three. And what is point number three?
1: And it's going to be just a reset of everything, of us as people, of us as family. When we get out, you know, things are going to be different, but we're going to know what is really important. Generations are going to be connected. Our parents, you know, it's something that we saw through this, uh, through this virus was that it was attacking our our, the older the generation. The older generation. It's like wanting to kill, you know, our ancestors, our, our parents and our grandparents. Let me tell you, our grandparents and our parents have a voice in our lives. Yeah. They're the ones that are going to give us, you know, and tell us the stories about what God did mm. with them. And let me tell us, this virus is not going to kill them this virus is going to not kill the connection that God wants yeah. to do in our generations yeah. so that's why God wants to 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 use this time to connect with our with our families. God wants this time for us to connect with Him mainly, for us to find purpose, for us to be filled with the Holy Spirit, and for us to receive what He has in store in this season.
0: Yeah, the other day, you know, we were at home and we were having dinner, and one of the amazing <laughs> things that has taken place now is that we used to have one family night. You know, we used to have one family night, which was usually Saturdays. We would watch a movie and stuff like that. And then another day during the week, we would sit on the table and have dinner together. Now, what's going on is that we're practically sitting on the table Everything. every night, <laughs> all right? As a family, around 6, 6.30, we're seated at the table all my kids, my wife and I, and my mom. And something the other day is super interesting, and I got to give you know props to my wife here, because the kids were talking amongst themselves, and my mom was just there quiet eating. And my, my wife says, guys, why don't we change the topic to Spanish, and we start asking abuelita some questions about her life and about how her upbringing was, and if she ever experienced something like this when she was back in Cuba. And all of a sudden the conversation went from them talking amongst themselves to them asking questions to my mom, right? We sat there, we stopped eating and we sat there probably for an hour after we had finished eating and we were still having, you know, this time of questions and talking and laughing. And I saw how there was generations that were being bridged. Yeah. There were generations that were being connected. I saw this reset of the family. Yes. I was seeing it with my own eyes, you That's know, right. and it was so powerful because even for my mom, she thought she was pouring into her grandchildren. And that from day. that
1: day on... You you know, um, they are, they always are asking her questions. They're asking her, so uh, Abuelita, how was, how was your, your dad? What was his name? What was, and this questions that they didn't pop out before. They're very connected to my mom and my dad because they're always in church and, 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 and his mom lives with us. But, you know, they have, you know, they will, before it was like, There was this thing, this wall of of connection that it was not there really. So, but we are the ones that are provoking that, you know, and we are the ones that allow and give, you know, this, this sense of, okay, you know, there's a voice that you need to hear from your, from your grandmother to, to tell you her story, to hear what God did for her. And that's where. Everything comes together and and God just starts revealing himself to us. And he starts showing us, you know, his will for our lives, his will for our families, his will for our generations, his will and his purpose for what is it that he wants to do with us.
0: So you might be sitting there uh, today and you're listening to this message and uh, we're talking to you about what's next. We're here in the midst of this coronavirus. What's next? What do I do? Well, we're telling you that we believe that the Holy Spirit is coming to visit your household, to visit your home. He's going to restore that family altar. And as a result, there's going to be a reset done in our families. There's this scripture that burns in my heart. And as we bring this message to a close today. When Jesus was dying on the cross, something very interesting happens. It's just one verse, but a lot of times we go over that verse and we really don't pay attention to it. But the Bible says that when Jesus died on the cross, the veil in the temple ripped from top to bottom. There was a veil that separated where the presence of God was and the priest could only go in there, the high priest could only go in there once a year. And behind that was the Ark of the Covenant where the presence of God would fall. That veil ripped. In other words, what God was saying when Jesus died on that cross is that the separation Mm -hmm. between man and God was gone completely. Now, what was done in the temple, in a physical place, now it was going to be done in homes, in families, Mm -hmm. in individual hearts right there where you're at. And today you're listening to this word and you're saying, What does God want to tell me? Well, I want to tell you something, that you've gone into this pandemic. God doesn't want you to come out of this the same way that you went in. If you come out of this the same way that you went in, you missed what God wanted to do. And the first thing that he wants to do, first and foremost, is to establish a deeper relationship between you and God. And if you're there watching me today, I want you to examine your heart for a second. How's your relationship with God right now? Are you walking with him tighter or have all the pressures and anxieties and fears just made you fall even further away? Or maybe you're watching me this morning or this evening and you're there where you're at and you tell me, Pastor, I don't really know if I have a relationship with God and if I know him in that way. I want to ask you to close your eyes right there for a second. And uh, I just want you to ask God's Holy Spirit. You see, he's present right there where you're at. And I love this because the Bible says, wherever there's two or three gathered in my name, I am there. It didn't say wherever there's a thousand gathered in my name. Wherever there's a church meeting, gathering, I'm there. No, wherever there's two or three. Right there where you're at in your home. You're in your sofa. You're by yourself with your wife, with your kids. What's the Holy Spirit telling you this morning? What does he want to talk to your heart? I want to pray over you. And in a second, I want to, Ask you to repeat a prayer with me for those that have never invited Christ into their heart. Right there with your eyes closed, we're going to pray. Father, I just thank you for each person that is connected with us today. We bless their lives, Lord God. Thank you, my Lord, because you give us a fresh word. You give us a fresh word today of what's next, of what you're doing in this season, in this time, in the midst of the craziness that our world is going through. You are working in our hearts and in our lives. I pray for each of my brothers, my sisters. I pray for all those that are connected for the first time and watching uh, this live stream. I bless them right now. And Holy Spirit, I pray that you would do your mighty work in their lives. And right there with, with me, I want you to repeat these words out loud. Lord Jesus, today I invite you into my life. I receive you as my Lord and Savior. I am a sinner. I need your forgiveness. Thank you for dying on the cross to take my place and to give me the gift of eternal life, which is a relationship with my Heavenly Father. I received that gift today and I ask you that you would fill me with your Holy Spirit in this time so that I can live for your purposes. In your name I pray, Jesus. Amen and amen. amen. Father, we honor you. We bless you. We glorify you. Thank you for the word that you speak to our hearts today, my God. Thank you that you want to edify our homes, Lord. Thank you that you want to edify our altars, Lord God. And thank you, Lord, that you're giving us an opportunity to reset, Father God, a lot of the things that we were doing to be able to start over in a way that would glorify you. For this Holy Spirit this week, Give us eyes to see what you're seeing. And Lord, use our hands so that we can make a difference around us. All these things we pray in Jesus' mighty name. And we say amen Amen and amen. Church, we love you. We bless you. Have an amazing week.